Well, you said I approach cats weird, so now we're fighting. Do you want to intro the show? No, you do the intro and look normal. <laughs> what is the way it always goes? I just love the way you said that. It was so curt. Like, no, you do it like normal. <laughs> You're like, no, I love routine. I don't I like want the way it is. I don't want the foundations to be shaken. No. <clears throat> Hello and welcome to Good Bad Show. My name is Andy. And I'm Matt. And this is a podcast where Matt and I talk about what it's like to raise little furry creatures in your house. Talking about cats? No. I don't know anything about raising cats. I'm allergic to them. Gerbils? No. Gerbils are too small. Not cuddly enough. Bears. Uh, bears. Too big. Too cuddly. <laughs> the, mm. the cuddles may kill. I can't think of any other... What other animals would you even bother bringing in your home? Matt, you got a dog. I did get a dog. Oh, she's so cute. Little, she's very cute. Her little head and the snoot and the ears. I want to give her scritches. Mm-hmm. She seems great. And the greetings. Actually, every day, uh, every day I've come home. It's like have you ever seen those videos on YouTube where like a uh, war veteran will come home from Iraq? Yeah. And the dog will will just like lose their mind yeah. and just be so excited. That is every day. Yeah. That is just like now I'm imagine like, if I was, you actually went to. I war. was down the street. I was down the street, and do you think I went to war? I am not that. Uh, I don't have those kind of responsibilities. I'm not a hero. You think but she knows you were just down the street? I don't know. I think she thinks I was in Afghanistan. That's what I think. I see. I got I got headbutted real good today because of excitement. <laughs> That's part of the fun, though. I think I'll have to explain like a, a black eye in the near future. Like, what wh- what happened? Who? Oh, I have a puppy. Like, does that does that work? Can you just say that? Mm-hmm. I've seen pictures of this glorious creature, but can you fill our listeners in on the details of your new your new plup? So we have this we have this puppers. And her name is Arlo, and she is a well dog. I've I've gotten a, I've gotten a various various breed uh, identities. Uh, she is a Australian Shepherd mix. That was gonna be my guess. But from the ev- here's the thing that's happened a bunch of times. People wa- stopped us on the street and said, "Is that a Nova Scotia duck tolling dog?" And I thought that's very specific. <laughs> uh, that dog name has like nine words in it. Yeah, so I don't think they're mistaken. They definitely know what they're talking about. And I've had have Googled it. And it looks a lot closer to her than the Australian Shepherd. Uh, but when Susanna went and picked her up for the first time, they uh, they had she had siblings, and they very much had the Australian Shepherd like uh, spotty, you know, the like patchy, you know, that thing. Oh yeah, the patchy spotty thing going it's on. It's got a name. What do you call it's that? called uh, what's it called? Uh, Brindle. I think it's called Brindle, right? Oh, that sounds about right. Yeah, yeah, they got the Brindle. So she doesn't have that. She's got more. She's more like ginger foxy colored isn't it great how every dog is like the protagonist of their own story like she was the one in the litter that looks a mm-hmm. little wrong maybe she accidentally snuck in from some other norwegian duck duck fierce wolf dog litter that was down the hall or maybe she <laughs> like you know escaped and ended up here and was adopted into the family and then you got her i don't know it seems like every dog is a protagonist of their own story yeah oh, and the fun thing is she is from Asheville, north carolina Susanna is also from Asheville, North Carolina. That was a little weird coincidence we found at the end. You could bond over that. Yeah, we can talk about it. Sadie She's is also uh, from North Carolina. I've, I've found that to be, they very often bring dogs from North Carolina up to, I guess, Maryland and Pennsylvania. Sounds uh, like they got too many doggos down there. They got, they got to ship a lot of dogs up north, apparently. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I hope they're being nice to have doggos down there. Maybe, maybe not, but I'm glad they brought them up here. So you decided to take on an enormous expense and responsibility yeah. of raising a little furry thing. And you, you've yep. had a cat for some time. 
who is a lovely about, cat. About uh, five or six years. Yeah, Trainwreck is a lovely cat. Very, uh, very self-sufficient, it seems, at least. Very snuggly. Very cute. Yeah, nice and small, like as far as cats go. It's, he's a small Pretty cat. Pretty small cat. He never really grew up, so, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Little teen for life. Yep. But uh, what made you take on this enormous <laughs> expense and uh, responsibility? Well, what, why? What, what do? Mm, I always had dogs growing up, and I've always loved dogs. We've had we did we couldn't really do it in New York. That was too small. But pretty much everyone in our building has a dog. It seems like it's pretty dog friendly building, dog friendly neighborhood. Uh, and then I don't know. After we got married and spent a little time, I don't know thinking about it we decided it's time and we spent the last like six months or so on various like pet finder and uh local pet shelter sites and looked at a bunch of dogs and i mean i don't know if you went through the same thing but you look at a dog then somebody says they're adopted or you talk to like a foster parent and then they decide to keep them or you go to the shelter and they're gone already uh, well, we actually there's a lot of there's a lot of up and downs. Well, we didn't actually have any almost any up and downs. We had one little up and down, which was that there was a dog we wanted to meet, but uh, my one of my closest friends for uh, for my entire life was getting married the weekend we we're supposed to meet that dog, and it was like we had you know rehearsal dinners and weddings and other things to go through. And we're like, hey, we can't adopt a dog this weekend, and so we didn't get to meet that dog. And they got adopted by somebody else, but then the rescue was just like you should meet this dog sadie and we were like oh we don't know it's not a very good picture she looks all blurry and she's kind of big <laughs> uh and then fell in love with her immediately and took her home immediately so it's yeah, kind of so. easy for us we like fell into and she's like the easiest dog in the whole world we kind of like lucked out we got dog on easy mode yeah i think that's because your dog right. seems maybe perhaps energetic and uh you know full of vim and vigor a little bit of both she's a puppy she's like seven months old so I think when we started looking for a dog, we weren't necessarily looking for a puppy. But after looking for a long time, just like when you meet the right dog, you bring him home. Uh, and she's definitely, it kind of kind of goes up and down. Like she'll have a ton of energy for a period of time. And then she'll calm down and chew on her bone for a long time. So I don't know. I don't know mm. if she's like more high energy than most puppies, but she seems to be doing okay. I, I, I expected worse from a puppy. Yeah, it sounds pretty manageable. I've heard some horror stories about puppies, and uh, we got Sadie at like two-ish, and she was just mm-hmm. basically already a reserved, apathetic, retired old lady that just wants to sleep and do nothing else. So she's been very easy. Yeah, we've had to do the... I mean, we've had a couple things, like she's chewed on a shoe for a second, which is shoelaces, uh, chewed on a rug a little bit, peed on a rug, but I don't know. On the, on the scale of like crazy puppy behavior... I think pretty well behaved. Sounds great. We, we got to do some, we just got to do some learning. We knew that. So would what, you, what'd you expect? Here's what I'm actually interested in, Matt. What is your approach to dog ownership? Like how do you, how do you approach a situation? Does, do you, could you, one of the things I've heard is like for some families, the dog is a people and in some families, mm-hmm. the dog is not a people. It's an, it's yeah. an aminal. Uh, yep. Would you say your dog is a people or an aminal? It's probably closer to people than I would care to admit. Will the dog uh, at some point sleep in your bed with you? Does it already? So here's the thing. I'm trying for that to be a no. Uh, I'm trying to do... I, I, I think we're trying to do, like, couch is okay. Bed is a no. But it's pretty hard sometimes. Because sometimes the dog is real cute and jumps in the bed and is snuggly. And you're like, what, what am I going to kick you out? What am oh, I supposed yeah. to do you're, with you're this? You're done for. There's no way. So we're trying not to do the bed. Good luck. Uh, trying to do some boundaries. But I don't know. I feel like I'm closer to caving than uh, being a real firm good dog dad if that's what that means so close to the people yeah sadie's definitely a people 
Yeah. She's learned how to use pillows in our house, like human pillows. <laughs> yeah. Her okay. head. And that's okay. how you know a dog is spoiled. When yeah, she, sure. When she goes over to the pillow and like scrunches it up with her paws and then puts her head on it and lays down, you're like, okay, well, most dogs don't even have couches and you have a couch with, and you like the pillow side of it, you little rotten, spoiled rotten jerk. Sure. Yeah. I got to say, like, when I, when we first got our dog, uh, which, I had a dog when I was very, 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 very young and basically don't remember it at all. Just, uh, you know, seen some pictures of me with the dog. And then there's a little while where my older sister, who didn't live in our house with us growing up, uh, had a dog that would come by every once in a while. But I pretty much did not grow up with a dog in the house because my parents could not agree on the scale of dog in, of, to own. So okay. they agreed on no dog because they couldn't come to some agreement. Hey, sure. Uh, which, you know, that worked for them. So uh, when we got a dog for the first time here, I, I didn't know if I was going to treat a dog like a people or an animal. Uh, and to be clear, I don't mean uh, treat a dog like an animal in like a degrading way. Like I think sometimes, almost all the time, in fact, some of the, the best trained dogs, like the, you know, you know, you're supposed to keep this like distance, like emotionally from your dog in order to like be the alpha in, in the pack. Have you read about this? No, but that doesn't sound like a thing I'd be capable of. No, like, you know, it's like when when Cesar Milan walks into a room, he, like, doesn't make eye contact with the dog notoriously because it's, like, important not to do that and, like, doesn't <clears throat> acknowledge the dog. And then when he does acknowledge it, it's to, like, you know, stare it down and convince it that he's the boss and not, like, cuddle with it or give it pets and pats. Uh, okay. And that's all I'm going to do is give pets and pats and scritches and scrooches because... That's, it seems like that's, that's like I the main do. reason I have a dog. Like what's, yeah, I mean, I could, I'm sure I could have a thing in my house that doesn't like scritches, but, uh, you know, what's They're called the point? cats and you already have one. <laughs> my cat loves scritches. Yeah, I don't know about that. I do think you're a little bit cat racist, but we can well, get into that Well, your cat has never allowed me to touch it ever, basically. Well, you have to understand you approach the cat real weird. <laughs> I do not approach the cat weird. You do approach the cat weird. You approach the cat very strangely. I approach like, the cat. Uh, just you treat like, it like an alien, and the cat's like, "Whoa, what? What? What are you gonna? What are you gonna do to me? Why are you? Why? Why are you being weird? What's happening?" Uh, I, I think you approach cats weird, Andy. I think you got a cat phobia or a cat racism going on. Speciesism? Maybe the cats are racist of me. Have you thought about that? My kitty's not afraid of me. Well, maybe he knows you're dumb. Well, Burn. that's mean. That's <laughs> very mean. Well, you said anyway. I approach cats weird, so now we're fighting. <laughs> I do th- think you do, though. <laughs> I need, I need some hard evidence, funny. okay? All right, I'll I'll tape you next time, and then I'll tape a normal person approaching a cat. Sounds like a good sounds like a good sketch comedy bit. Yeah, <laughs> no, I do it totally normal, and then cuts me like big eyes on the couch, <laughs> leaning away from the cat, and then like trying to pet it from the underside or something. <laughs> I do have video of you from from uh, you know the wedding day where you like constructed a big long cat toy out of like a tube, and you're like. You're like uh, playing with the cat from like like ten feet away. Yeah, that was fun. We both enjoyed that. You can ask, I know. You can ask Trainwreck. I'll tell you. You had fun, but it's not normal. I mean, it's, I thought it was pretty normal. That's what you're supposed to do with a cat, right? You make yeah. some elaborate thing for them to destroy. <clears throat> sure. Yeah. Sure. Anyway, I uh, my 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 inclination in life is generally to like try and do everything as well as I can as it can be done. Right. Like yeah. I, I derive some like existential 
pleasure from like doing something correctly and learning the correct way to do it and learning something new and picking up a new skill. So when we got so a dog. So does that mean you have to, uh, you have to Caesar Ma on your dog or is there another way to do well, it so well? Well, that's the thing. When we got a dog, I was like, all right, you know, we're going to have the dog that can be off a leash and then knows to stop at every single stoplight and, you know, street corner and, you know, just doesn't always listens perfectly and is never misbehaved and we're going to work on this, blah, 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 blah. Uh, and then like I realized shortly into it and I will admit that I may be just entirely or largely covering for my own laziness and not wanting to do the hard work of like training a dog properly. But like, I don't want that kind of relationship with my dog. I don't want my dog <clears> to be like, you know, weirdly like, uh, like distant from me because it's only supposed to take commands or whatever. And all the things you're supposed to do to train a dog perfectly. I just don't want to do it. I want my dog to be, to have a great life and feel loved. And so like, uh, yeah, if that means that you're sleeping on the bed and you don't, really listen to me when I tell you to go to the bottom of the bed and stay at the bottom <laughs> and you come back up to the top and you squeeze yeah. right between Hillary and my heads and you like wrap into a little donut on the pillow. Uh, you know what? Your life is short. And uh, I think you had a pretty rough first two years because we rescued her from some rescue. She probably mistreated for a while. So I'm just going to mm-hmm. give her a good life for the rest of her life. And that seems like, you know, that's, that's what I want dog ownership to be from my perspective now. So she's a people is what I'm saying. She won. <laughs> Yeah, I think I think I have kind of a similar approach. I mean, I'd like to figure out the like peeing on the carpet sometimes. We're gonna work on that one, but uh, I don't know. Snuggling on the bed doesn't seem so bad. Like, uh, I don't, I don't think I'm gonna walk into the door and make her cower. Is that is that the move? Is that the Caesar Milan move? I don't think you have to like be a tyrant and your dog has to live in fear of you. But there's definitely like a consistency, right? Where you don't. Yeah. You like reward very specific behavior in very specific ways and you don't like over reward. You don't coddle and like, you know, give them too much attention when they haven't deserved it or whatever, Uh, which, you know, and to me, like if you think about the relationship between like a, you know, a like a dog trainer, like get with a dog at like the, uh, you know, kennel club show where you think your relationship more for me is like between like a like a hunter and like their hunting dogs. Right. Those dogs Mm -hmm. that are like, you know, perfectly well trained, but like, you know, live in a little house in the backyard and like have to like keep warm for themselves somehow, you know? Yeah. Like those dogs are perfectly trained. But if you go on the websites for like hunting dog training, it's like buy this like a razor sharp cord to like hold around your dog's neck to make sure they don't they learn how to walk next to you and like listen. And it's like, no, thanks. I'm just going to let her have a good, happy life. That's yeah. That's all I want for her, basically. Mm. And I want to wrestle. I feel like you're not supposed to wrestle, but I want to wrestle. Yeah, it's pretty fun sometimes. Although Sadie mm-hmm. is, does not... I would say Sadie has like, genuinely wrestled with us maybe twice in her entire life. Usually, you try and like rile her up, and she just like tips over, and then you feel bad. Because <laughs> you like, you're, like, knocked over a cow. Yeah, sure. <sighs> but yeah, I don't know. In some ways, it seems so selfish, too, to like turn your dog into like a weird hobby where you're just going to try and make him do whatever you tell him to like it's such such a weird narcissistic way to think about it it's like a living thing just let it be happy i don't know don't at me by the way about what i'm supposed I, to do I with my dog that. i think i i've got to find that balance but uh more on that side i'd rather do that too treat it like a people's when can our puppies have a play date anytime you want do you want to bring sadie up here should we bring i don't know how how do we transport i guess we'd have to rent a car I feel like i feel like she's not quite right we could bring camp. sadie up there mostly because also uh Sadie, not so great with other dogs in her house, always. Okay. All right. It is, it is as we say, hit or miss. She All has right. a couple dogs. But dog she can friends. do someone else's house and it's okay? Yeah, just as long as they're welcoming. <laughs> yeah, very welcoming. She likes other dogs. Mm-hmm. Sadie's been around a lot of cats, too. She's generally fine with cats as long as they're cool with her. I still got to figure out the... That's the one thing is Arlo is good with the cat when she's, she's not playful, but I, gotta, I don't know how you teach a dog to be like, 
play like a cat would play, to not be like, like a dog would to play. To be like, read that cat's body language. It doesn't want to play yeah. with you right now. <laughs> it's punching you in the face. Can you tell? Can you tell you're being punched in the face? So don't do that. Yeah. Well, congratulations, Matt. Thank you. I'm excited for your dog. No offense to Ridley. I like Ridley too. But I like Ridley too. more excited for the Arlo because no, Arlo will play with me. Yes, that's true. And that's apparently, I, true. I guess I won't approach Arlo like a weird alien and do it all wrong, apparently. I think you'll, I bet you'll approach the dog right, like a real person would. Yeah, well, the dog's a people, so. <clears throat> yeah, you just, just shake its hand. I know how and, to talk to uh, people. Talk to it like a normal person. Say, it's been a pleasure. I'll follow up next week. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly. Good handshake. And then Good walk handshake. away your Good briefcase. You both walk away your briefcase. Mm-hmm. Good day, sir. Good day, sir. Good day, sir.